Today's podcast is brought to you by CrossNet, the world's first four-way volleyball net. Set up easily in sand, grass, indoors, or on the blacktop. The perfect game for outdoor enthusiasts as it is combined with volleyball and four-score rules in a game to 11 and win by two. On today's podcast, I welcome on Taylor Milton, sorry, geez, professional volleyball player. How are you, Taylor? Good, thanks. Um, How are you uh, holding up during these times in uh, Germany? You know, it was a tough last month, uh, kind of learning how to function on a day-to-day basis with the lockdown here, unlike some other places, we didn't actually have a government lockdown where we had to get permission to leave the house, but um, there are regulations everywhere, and just this week, everything is starting to kind of blossom and open up again. Stores are opening, everything is takeaway, so truth be told, I'm actually... (laughs) doing the best I have in a, in quite a while now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's good. I know it's a tough, um, tough situation for a lot of people to be in. Like, and what are you doing to, you know, uh, keep, keep yourself ready for the, for the volleyball season? You know, it's hard trying to recreate new routines, but thankfully I have a decent little setup at my house. I just try and every single day put forth a couple hours in like a workout sense, whether it's as simple as stretching and yoga and rolling out, or I really get a full workout in or a spin. Um, There's not much we can do right now because it is technically off season. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though it was cut short, this is the, usual time that we run in or we roll into off season so it's just staying generally fit and there's not much volleyball being played unless it's by personal choice oh yeah oh that's good i mean um it sucks that your season was cut short like how did that uh you know how that feel like knowing that your season cut short how did that feeling like did you make the choice to stay over there or did you have a chance to come back here So I was living in Cyprus. It's a island slash country near to Greece, which is where my my season currently was. And when season got canceled, I had to leave quite quite quickly Mm -hmm. because the airport and the um, country itself was shutting down. So I had a matter of days to get a flight and get out of there. I do live part-time in Germany with my boyfriend, so that's where I decided to go. It made more sense for me than to go back to the States where I would be around my parents. They're older yeah. with what information they were giving us at the time where like the elderly age group um, was the risk age. Mm-hmm. I just thought that you know it was best to go in a place that I didn't have to worry about potentially infecting others because I would have had long travel from uh europe to the states so i'm still here in germany but i'm not quite sure when i'm gonna go back to the states i'm <laughs> <laughs> not a, doing so good so yeah. right now i'm in better in a better place yeah it sounds like it from what we spoke about earlier with everything that's going on plus that's like a really um you know smart move too on your behalf you don't want to endanger your parents in any which way with everything that's going on it's scary too it's a very scary time the bat too <sighs> little freaky yeah it is sure. um i i you know i want to take a step back um you know before we get more into your professional career but i want to know at like what age did you start playing volleyball oh gosh um i started <laughs> playing <laughs> feels like forever i started playing in about eighth grade maybe seventh grade actually because i was playing every sport under the sun 
that my mother could put me into up until about seventh grade and soccer and volleyball kind of stuck. So I would do, I was playing both simultaneously as best as I could with like club and whatnot until high school. And then by the time I got into my freshman year of high school, it was volleyball the whole way. So yeah, it's just whatever. I don't know how many years ago seventh grade was, but <laughs> so I was about 13, oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And that, that's really cool that you were able to, uh, you know, take it to a whole nother level to where you are today. It's funny how that works out. Um, and then like in high school, you participated in the, the junior Olympic championships. What was that experience like? I mean, I think something of that caliber at any age or any level in your mind at the time is this like, wow, you know, um, they have us working year round in a club. We, this was in, um, junior Olympics is for club volleyball. Mm -hmm. So you go from gosh, like I think December until July and you're preparing, you have tournaments and whatnot. And if you qualify, you get to go and play in the junior Olympic championships. And, um, we went all my years of high school and I just remember you get to go at the time you got to fly to a different state and you get to compete against all the top teams in the country. And it was kind of like a little preview into what college would be like, or yeah. if we, when we were younger, what, what high school was like. So it was great. It was a challenge. It kept, it kept me competitive. And I think it's kind of what was the catapult for me into playing in college. Um, what was it like, you know, playing against like other people across the nation does that like make, keep you I know you say it keeps you competitive but that, that motivate you to more kind of seeing like wow there's like a lot of really good players out there and like I need to like train harder is there something that you did to kind of like separate yourself from like competition uh looking back again this is like feels like ages ago but um <laughs> I know you know. yeah <laughs> you can, like, recall from, <laughs> from the stone age I'm 32, uh, so I'm I like, just, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, pulling back from those files is kind of like cutting through paper. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I just remember kind of showing up there and you just see a whole scattered amount of different people. You know, you have girls from Texas, girls from California, people from the East Coast. And it was kind of cool because it's also when you play year round, you're playing a lot of the same teams. So this was like a fresh look mm -hmm. and competition you'd never seen before. Cause you, you end up playing everybody over and over again. And then when you get there, you get to see all this talent in one place. So it's really, I just remember being crazy intimidated at that age. Cause you typically are. Yeah. And, uh, also, yeah, it just kind of like brings you alive and allows you to compete at what you saw as the highest level ever, because that's kind of all you've experienced at that point. That's awesome. That's like, um, that has to be really, just like a really fun and cool experience to, you know, experience. A lot of people don't, can, don't really get to say they have a chance like that in a lifetime to play against people from across the nation, you know. Um, and you said that catapulted your catapulted your uh, recruiting pro like uh, college career into, into college. So, like you know, what was your recruiting process like, and how did you decide on Santa Clara? Uh, I actually started my recruiting process quite early. Um, some of my high school teammates, 
or let's backtrack. I started um, playing volleyball on varsity my freshman year. So I was kind of exposed to that recruiting process from the older girls quite young and being able to play and start all like on the varsity team um, all those years, I was really getting exposure to the college coaches coming and some of the letters in the mail and a little bit of contact. There's some rules around that. Um, but one of the teams that kept coming into the gym was Santa Clara because one of the girls on my team was going there and she was already committed. So they were kind of like checking in on her and keeping tabs. And from that, I actually, he, the head coach, John Wallace at the time had introduced himself to me and we kind of just hit it off and had this really great relationship as well as, you know, it was, I mean, a matter of recruiting, but I just, I really gravitate toward, gravitated towards him. And so even though my exposure to all the other schools slowly started to roll in, bigger schools, better schools, I just, there was something about that school that kind of like had my heart at first. And so I was kind of like, I, I really want to go here. Um, and <laughs> I, ironically at the time, I did not think I wanted to leave California. I was like, California girl, don't think I know how to be outside of a place with sun. And um, so it kind of all went hand in hand perfectly. I'm just laugh now because I lived abroad for six yeah. years. But I was just going to say now, now you're <laughs> further away from home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. At the time it worked for me. It was also a private school. So education wise, it was phenomenal. And um, yeah, I would have been able to start play. It was always my goal to be able to succeed at whatever level I thought I could attain possible and be the best. And so they recruited me by my sophomore year. I was verbally committed. Junior year, I had signed because that was as early as I think you could. Mm -hmm. so I, we were like, back then, you never had any of these girls that were signing at like freshman, sophomore year like they do now. Oh, wow. um, and uh, yeah, when they, they're still figuring out how to play volleyball. Yeah, but, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a crazy world these days. But um. Yeah, and, and so it kind of went in sync. You, you verbally commit and you sign, you go up and visit, and you start going to the camps at the college um, every summer, kind of like the pre-season, the pre-pre-season camps to get to know the girls and get to know the program and kind of sink your feet in a little each summer until you actually get there. And yeah, then things get going. Wow, that's your <laughs> and what was like you know do were you always an outside hitter or did you have to make like a transition into when you made college did you like switch the position or um actually i was always an opposite so technically it's the same position i'm just on the opposite side of the court um because i'm left-handed it was better suited for me but i was always a receiver which means i passed the ball just as the same as an outside or mm -hmm. um so I had basically the same role, uh, and it wasn't until I went professionally that I actually went to being an, an outside. My agent had told me, you know, you're undersized, and the best way for you to be on the best team possible for your career is by going to the position that takes on the most flexible and versatile player instead of, like, the big, tall girl. Yeah. So I 
jumped kind of headfirst into my professional career playing a new position. I played outside for the first time. I definitely got rocked, but <laughs> I was in an amazing league. I played in Germany. And uh, from that came another four amazing years. But I did start bouncing back and forth um, after that first season. So it wasn't purely one to the other. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. And I know, I know how it feels because I played volleyball and I was a lefty as well. So it's always nice. like, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> always, cool. yeah, always interesting. I mean, I played center, but sometimes they put me out like an out, um, outside hitter. And it was always okay. like, funny because the, the guy, the center would always forget I was like left-handed. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> just like come closer you know, to that one. I know you can't see me behind you, but yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Friendly <laughs> reminder. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's just, it's pretty funny, but that that's, that's funny. Like, what's it like, you know, does it throw people off to your lefty? No, I don't think so. I mean, at this level, you watch so much video that you're expected to kind of know what you're up against. So it kind of eliminates any surprise. I mean, sure. There's plays and stuff that are run that make the game what it is, but for the most part, they know you're your main outline of of the game when you go to play another team all right, all right. yeah that makes sense because yeah it's like scout they have scouting and yeah like exactly and you watch film what um you know what was did you have like a favorite moment when you were at in college like did you for like in your playing career oh gosh <laughs> well i think one of the few moments that stuck up the most to me was back my freshman year. Um, one of the first preseason tournaments we ever played in was against University of Texas at University of Texas. And I was just like so gung-ho and so scared at the same time. And I just remember starting and playing against these girls that had to be double my size. and they were, I mean, I think there was a couple like national team players on, not on the team, but like projected or girls that trained with them at the time, a couple of friends now that I have played against or have still been in touch with, um, basically just a huge roster and they play big, they were big 12 or something like that at the time. And we were going into a huge arena that always fills up and it's just very unlike Santa Clara because we're a private school, not huge sports uh, fan base for volleyball, big, but not like Texas big. Yeah. So you got to go take on this humongous crowd, humongous team. And basically it didn't matter what happened because you were the underdog. So you got to just play as hard as you possibly could um, with nothing to lose. And I just remember, for whatever lucky reason I had such a good game. I think I was so scared. It must've like worked in my favor. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, ju- and I, f- I just have glimpses in my mind from that game. Cause I'm, I'm not actually typically one to remember too much from playing. It all starts to blend together, but yeah, I just remember the atmosphere and my coach and what he was saying. And just like at the end of the game being like, there's going to be very few games like this unless we make it to the NCAAs that are going to, you know, stay so memorable, I guess. Yeah. So 
I'd have to say probably not. I really will have to rack my brain a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like remember big points and this and that here and there, but I think as a whole, that was one of one of my favorite games. That's got to be a cool experience though, too, to like play in front of a big crowd um, and like face a team like that and like going against like a big, like, you know, like you said, like a big roster too. Uh, that has to be exciting just to like feed off the crowd. Like, did you guys win or no? No, definitely uh, not. They uh, named us. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, I, I probably okay. I probably could have put that in there, but <laughs> yeah, right. no, it was a learning experience. It was um, expected. Like I said, we were the underdog, but uh, definitely didn't win that one. Oh, damn, that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, and you know, after your whole your, your college career is over with, when did you uh, know that you were going to make volleyball like a career? I had an interesting fall into that kind of career path. I was contacted by an agent through my head coaches just as season finished my senior year of college. And at that point I was totally burnt out. We kind of had a crap season and I was like, that sounds awful. I actually don't want to play. But then again, I was a communications major. I really loved the arts, but you know, nothing was really grabbing my attention at the time for what I wanted to pursue next, beach volleyball was actually just getting started as a collegiate sport. I think it was the second year, but it was not even a real thing yet. So uh -huh. I was looking forward into, okay, do I want to play my second, like uh, kind of half-ass volleyball because it wasn't established enough. Yeah. I didn't think I wanted to play my another beach volleyball season for Santa Clara because I wanted to kind of enjoy my life, especially maybe I would go play pro, maybe I wouldn't. So I kind of put volleyball actually on the back burner for two quarters, so a half of a school year of my senior year. And I really just tried to reflect upon what I wanted to do. I was still playing a little bit indoor with the indoor team, the growing indoor team, just to touch the ball. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until, oh God, almost right before graduation that I was like, all right, I'm in. I want to play pro. And I did a little research of my own. I chose to go with a different agent that I had found through some other friends that played pro already. They were a couple years before me. And great guy. He started helping right away, got me a few offers. And next thing you know, by the time I was graduating, I had a contract signed to go play in Germany, which is kind of how it all started. But I, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool, though. It's really cool. That's a I Yeah. I'm really glad it did. Yeah. I mean, oh, go ahead. Professional, sorry. Um, professional volleyball just is so much more than the sport when you go pro, which I think ultimately has been the greatest re experience and reason why I'm still playing for some, they like to just play and make the actual sport their career. But I think volleyball as a career, as a profession has been so much more, which is what kept me going back and keeping down this path of professional volleyball. Like this is my job. I want to do it. This is how I want to make money. And uh, yeah. That's, that's really cool. And what, uh, and what do you mean there's like, by like so much more than like with being a pro? Well, I mean, you have to think about every professional athlete, you know, they're not 
eating, breathing, sleeping this sport every single minute, you know, like they still have a life outside the sport. And I never really considered those small parts of my life somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just think job is job, but we don't actually consider when someone's telling you, Hey, I'm a accountant. They don't really talk about the stuff that they do once they tap off the clock, you know, once, once they go and spend their time, their free time. And I was making this life altering decision to go play professionally outside of the country. And I was thinking like, that's all that there was going to be in my life. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I started living abroad, I started like learning about the culture and meeting new people and seeing and traveling the world and going to different cities and trying different food. And there was so many things that, I mean, normal life things that we do on a daily basis in the same place that we've always been, you know, where we live normally. And I was getting all these things in a new place that almost became just as worthwhile as the sport and profession itself. Granted, some of the countries I lived in really gave very little time to do those things. You know, if you're a professional that's playing and training two to three times a day, it, it gets limited because you need to rest, but it's not entirely gone. And, and some years I even trained so little that that's all I ever did was feel like I was traveling. So I think the thing that really has me here today still as a professional is the balance of what this profession has given my entire life. That is, that's awesome. I love that explanation. Um, and I think that's amazing too, that you have that outside of life and you, that's kind of jealous to get to travel and see all these cool places in Europe while, while you're playing and stuff like that. Um, I think that's really amazing that you're able to do that. And that, and it keeps you like, not like probably keeps you balanced in some sort of way too, because you get, you're not just focusing on volleyball. Yeah, I think it definitely doesn't feel balanced in season, yeah. <laughs> but that's the job. It's, I knew it's what I signed up for and it's, it, it's your personality to seek out that extra spontaneity or that extra lifestyle outside the sport. It definitely, it's easily made balanced. Yeah. That's really cool. And, and that like, are you like, like when you go out are like do fans recognize you or the fans big over there overseas that are they big into volleyball? I think it just depends on where. Um, in Germany, no, because the sport itself isn't so big here. I think in the countries like Cyprus and Greece, where the fandom the is they're just fanatic. They're uh, so passionate, and they just all it's almost a little political you know like they follow someone religiously they follow someone as mm. if it's like their political guidance and it's such an emotional country like the people they love they hate they are hot they're cold um so i just think when you're walking around people are wearing their colors they're addressing you they're asking you who you play for or who you represent or who you know who's your team everywhere you go and with that there are times where yeah you're recognized and um there's <laughs> i wouldn't say confrontation but there's conversation um i've had a fun a couple of funny instances but yeah more or less it's just like oh i don't support them and they laugh or 
oh, if you were for this team, we would have given you like a discount or free oh drink. <laughs> You're just like, all right. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's for you. Sometimes it's against you. It's mostly just something you laugh at. But yeah. uh, professional volleyball, I wouldn't say is, is very popular, but there are moments where you are recognized. That's, that's pretty cool. I was going to say, are you ever like afraid to say like who you play for? You're just like, I like the other team or something or do you just like. <laughs> In the very beginning, I went out to this wine bar with one of my friends who was actually on a different team. They were the reigning champions team of the league. And she had, we had just got there more, not no more than a week. She was wearing her jacket, um, her, her team jacket. I wasn't, we went into the city and somebody kind of like got on her and they were like, that's not our team. It was a tiny wine bar. The owners were the ones saying it. And we were like, oh gosh, what's going to happen? She's and once I realized what, how they kind of were reacting to her, I just bit my tongue and I was like, oh, I'm just her friend. Like, I don't play a sport. <laughs> and I kind of like stay quiet. But you realize people are hard. They're really harmless. They're not going to do anything to you when you're walking out on the street during games that's a different situation oh, the, the fans in greece they there's like rioting in the in the courts there's smoke there's fire there's security guards they spit they throw stuff on the court it it was i've been and i've watched some men's games um and the fans are insane oh my god like it it was actually pretty cool to experience because it's like nothing I've ever seen before. But at the same time, it was like, whoa, it was quite intimidating. That's, that's crazy. That's uh that's kind of scary too, to uh, witness that and like see it happen like firsthand yeah. too. Yeah. And the, sure. or, or to be a part of it too on the floor or anything like that. That's, that's wild. That's uh that's crazy. Yeah. There was some games that had to get uh, delayed a little because they smoked up the gym. Oh my god! Because <laughs> they're allowed to smoke inside. So. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that. and then it just like kind of was like a smoke cloud over the, the head of the gym. Only in Greece is the oh, only yeah. place I've ever experienced that. But it was it was a trip, that's for sure. That's crazy. Do you ever worry you're gonna get secondhand smoke or anything like that on your no. games? <laughs> I mean, there's smoke. You can smoke literally everywhere in that country. So by the time you get there and you get used to it, you stop thinking about it. All right, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, do you um, you don't have to answer this? This is supposed to be my question to you. But do you see see yourself going? Um, I play beach volleyball or go to the AVP or anything? Uh, I mean, AVP is a long ladder to climb. I have watched girls fight their way up for however long it's been going on now, and it's tough. There are some really, really good girls. I have been tempted to jump in the ring and try and train and be successful in that avenue of volleyball, um, but I have not actually given – it, I thought in a while, maybe a year or two, I kind of stopped thinking about that option just because I'm starting to consider the idea of living abroad more oh, longer nice. term. Um, awesome. But uh, I think if I, I ever did try and, and go professional beach volleyball, I definitely want to give it like a solid amount of training for the sport itself because there's a significant difference in the way that you play beach volleyball than it's not like one person will jump off the court into the sand. So yeah. I think I'd want to give myself a little bit of uh, time to get up to speed before I, I gave it a real shot. But I don't know. You never know. There's always help. If I were to move back to the States, I don't know why I shouldn't living at the beach. So yeah, maybe <laughs> I couldn't tell you. 
yeah, maybe one day down the road. Uh, but I think that's all the questions I have uh, for you. Uh, do you have anything for me or? I don't think so. I think you got it all. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, Taylor, I really appreciate your time um, and coming on the show. It means a lot to me. Um, and definitely can't wait to get this episode out and share it out, share it with the folks. Yeah, it was my pleasure. This was fun. Thank yeah, you. It was a lot of fun. I'm yeah. Glad we'll you contacted to, me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to do another one maybe down the line. Maybe once the season gets going or, or even if the Olympics are going, we can talk, talk more volleyball and about the sport and stuff. Sounds good. Sounds right. good. Awesome. But you have a good rest of your day. I hope you're safe. Be safe as well as everything going on. Thank and, you. Uh, likewise. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, uh, hopefully this thing clears up eventually, but we'll see. <laughs> but um, for sure, yeah. Hopefully but, sooner rather than later. I think that's the easiest way to put it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, best of, best of luck with everything, and uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. All Take right. care. All right. Take it easy. Bye. Bye.